Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the EKN Face to Face. My name is Rob Howden. David Cole not able to be with us today, actually. Uh, busy, of course, all weekend at Newcastle Motorsports Park. He's got some things to do back home in the, in the office, then gets back on the road again Thursday to come back uh, to Newcastle for uh, the second uh, triple header of this year's Scusa Pro Tour, kind of the back-to-back uh, summer uh, summer festival of speed, we're calling it, at the Summer Nats. Uh, I'm at the Airbnb here in Newcastle. Uh, uh, some crazy weather last night coming through. We actually didn't get it too bad. We got a lot of lightning and thunder. I saw on, on a couple social media uh, posts that uh, there was some lightning and some damage to some of the tents with the wind as well over at the track at Newcastle. So hopefully everybody's safe after everything happened there. Uh, essentially what we're doing here today is bringing on a couple of guests that uh, dialed things in on the weekend. Normally we do a debrief, as you guys know, the Tuesday afterwards, Tuesday, Wednesday after the event, after we've got home. David Cole and I will do the podcast where we'll you know go through all the categories uh, class by class, what happened at the racetrack. We kind of did that already. We decided to do, to do evening debriefs every night on Facebook. Uh, they were pretty late. We didn't really get to leave the track till at 8 o'clock every night. Uh, so it ended up being like 8, 8, 30, 9 o'clock. We ended up getting on. We had a lot of people come on and join us, which was awesome. We appreciate it. Uh, so we really kind of went through every day and what happened already. Uh, so now, let me just jump over here to my comments. So I get the comments ready to go. Fire this one out here. Uh, I've got a couple of great guests joining me here today, which is awesome. Uh, the driver who was able to score one a race win and two podiums in Pro Shifter, Rory Vanderster from Magic Kart USA. He's going to be with us. And the young gun as well. Uh, a winner last year at the Summer Nationals, the next 30 junior. Now he's a senior driver and actually – when I'm going through all the notes, four wins, five podiums, no finishes outside the top five in X30 senior and KA100 senior, Bryson Morris uh, from Rawls and Performance Group going to join me. So uh, we got a, a good group of guests here. I know a lot of people are tuning in. Uh, if you have any questions for either of my guests, feel free to just drop them down in the, in the comments here. I'll try to bring them up to the guys and we'll go from here. Let's bring them in. Let's start with Rory Vanderster. Let's bring in Bryson. Guys, thank you so much for joining me here on EKN. Hi, thank you, Rob, for having me. Thank you for having me. Bryson, obviously you uh, had no issues whatsoever on the weekend, but we got you dialed in. We couldn't get you in on your laptop, but we got you in on your phone. Looks like you're in the the, uh, the Toter home at uh, Rawlson right now. A couple of trophies in the back there. I like that. They look pretty good. Yeah, they do. Got four of them. <laughs> pretty nice. nice. Uh, a couple, Maybe a couple more this weekend? Hopefully. Hopefully that's that's fair. All right, Rory, let's start with you. Um, out of the gates, um, I mean, I got my notes here just so I had it in front of me. Uh, out of the gate, let's let's talk about coming into the event first. Obviously, it's a bit of a different weekend. Normally, we win our nationals, a break, more racing, so, uh, spring nats, summer nats. You get time to kind of settle in. I don't. In the twenty-five years I've I, I've done this, I've never had something like this, like this for a national championship. It's, it's even more racing over ten days than the super nats at the end of the year. What were your thoughts coming in here? How to kind of approach six races over ten days? Yeah, it, it was definitely weird. I mean, I, I've definitely tried to get, like, track time as much, much as possible because, as, as you know, like, most of the tracks are around the country are closed, so it was hard to prepare myself. But I there were a few races, like the Stars Championship Series, yes. WK, Rock Cup. So it was definitely a good way to get your feet wet again in, in a cart and try to get back to your to what you know. I think one of the key things, I'll start with you, and Bryson can obviously uh, bring it up as well. One of the talking points that we had Wednesday and Thursday when we were there was the new tires, the new compound from Avinco and MG tires, that the, the rubber just wasn't going down. Everybody I talked to, they were flat sliding around, flat sliding around the racetrack. It felt like they were on top of the track, 
not grip to it. And you guys, obviously, normally the shifter car drivers help lay all that rubber down. Can you give your input, you think, on, on the tires and how you guys had to evolve the Magic chassis to be able to, to get the grip you wanted? Yeah, definitely. Um, we we were, like, the first day, we were, like, first two sessions, we were like, man, we have a lot of mechanical grip. Like, we didn't do anything in chassis, just left it alone. Yeah. It was it was, it was was good right out, to, out of the gate. And the last two sessions, it was it definitely changed a little bit, but we were used to, we were expecting rubber to start getting laid down, and it was just not coming. And then that night, we walked the track, and usually you can walk on the track and your feet start getting stuck to the ground. That's it. It wasn't happening. It wasn't happening. And it and I honestly thought until like maybe not even like Saturday night, it was still not really coming down. It never really came down ever. Throughout the and, weekend. and and that's really weird. Obviously, people talk about the different compound and the tires, the stiff sidewall as well. Yeah. Did that affect like you guys obviously come into the weekend with with a strategy, right? You have a game plan. Hey, you know, after the first race, rubber's going down. We're probably going to do this. Here's the direction we'll probably go engineering wise, get the, the chassis yeah. where we wanted it to be. I would think you guys would have had to make changes or no changes kind of on the fly. Well, it was nice when we had uh, me, AJ and Andrew all together and we would, one of us would try one thing, another would try another yeah. and we'd all try a different, but I mean, we all had a coming into the weekend, we had a game plan that there was going to be rubber coming down, but it just never came down. So we had to switch our strategy kind of, but it, it definitely ended pretty well for us. Uh, let's talk about the weekend itself. You know, we go back to some of the success you've had 2018 Rock Island King of the streets. You won both races there. Uh, I think your top finish was third last year in the, in the pro tour, but the magic cart USA team really kind of coming together. It's obviously a great chassis. You guys have dialed it in. As we said before the broadcast, before we started mm -hmm. here, you guys have been doing as much practice and seat time as you possibly can. Yeah. Almost, almost every single weekend since Nolo that we could find a track like, we went to GoPro, I think, four times between me and AJ now lives down in, in uh, Mooresville because he has a job there. So me yeah. and Andrew would drive down for the weekend and just go pound laps after like every every two weeks. We'd almost be at GoPro because well, it was the only paid, track that was open. That's it, right? And it's obviously a solid yeah. track as well. You end up qualifying yeah. fifth, fifth on Friday. You finished eighth in the pre-final. And the only real blemish of the weekend, I kept saying that I th thought you were the point leader. You are you will be the point leader if we drop you have a drop because you end up with a with a DNF 26th on the overall grid less yeah. of course in the in the pro shifter category but uh, what happened uh, day one yeah day one the bottom end just went and I I kept coming in after qualifying I was like man something doesn't sound right it doesn't feel right and then yeah. third lap into the into the final I just came into turn one and just the engine locked up uh, and obviously so that's an issue you come back the next day. Everything you got, you got it dialed in. You got a new bullet ready to go, and then you dominate the day. <laughs> you yeah, by a pole, win the pre-final, win the main event, your first pro tour win here. What? Uh, give me your thoughts on that because it was an absolutely perfect day. Yeah, I mean the, the warm-up was okay. It wasn't it wasn't the like best, but um, I came into qualifying. I just put my head down and I just absolutely hit every single mark on my lap. And I, I qualified. I qualified Andrew by like point oh four or something, yeah. and then AJ by right behind. So. When we were one, two, three, it definitely gave me some motivation that I need to go in the pre-final. What do you think about that track, the super mile track? It's obviously long. It's 17 corners. You got the ski jump. You got the, the right left afterwards. Are, are you a fan of that that layout? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it adds definitely technicality to it, especially the ski jump because it is not easy. And then Danny Danny was so fast to the ski jump because he, he just demolishes the curb. Like every time I'd be behind him, I'd lose a cart length to him every single time to the ski jump. And I'm like, how does he do that? And I tried a different line, tried backing up the key jump. Yeah. I, I just don't know how he, how he could do it. But but overall, yeah, it's really fun. But the uh, 
the bowl in the shifter, it eats the right rear so bad. So we right, had, right rear. I, I heard guys talk about the right front, but the right rear on the shifter. The both, yeah. Right yeah. rear, right front, like all mostly. Yeah, it was just it would just smoke the tire. So tire management in the last five laps of the final was was the biggest thing. Wow, okay, that's interesting to hear. What about uh, what about uh, Sunday? You come back for round number three. You're coming off that victory. You're like, okay, I'm thinking long, long run. I can't have another DNF. That's something that's going to be a key for you this weekend. Not having another DNF. You qualify third. You go P two uh, in the pre-final, and then you just chase AJ for the entire <laughs> the entire main yeah, event. Yeah, yeah. Was there did you, was there any time in that race you thought you were going to be able to reel him in? I thought I could, but I was like, man, AJ is just not making a mistake. You know, AJ, AJ is like that. He, once he gets in the lead, his head goes down and he just doesn't make a mistake. Like I, I, I reeled him in for a little bit. And then I was just, I just, it was just so hard to get him in. And I was waiting for him to make a mistake and he just didn't make any mistakes. It's AJ Myers. Come on. He's not going to make many mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. And right? I actually, I actually had a little bit of issue in the final with the, my front brakes. I allowed like six to go. I pressed the front brake, pressed the brake in my, my right caliper worked more than my my left, and I almost crashed like four or five times. Wow! Yeah, so I had to reel back a little bit. <laughs> did you go like, figure it out? Did you go over the cart at the end of the day? I, after yeah, I, I think it was the brake pads just wore a little little weird, and I just it just that just happened. But I told my mechanic that's not happening this weekend. We're replacing <laughs> brake pads after every day. That's it. It's right, scary look. going 90 mi 93 miles an hour and that happening. Yeah, I think so. Uh, let's go over to Bryson. We'll come back, Rory, after we talk to Bryson. We'll talk about this coming weekend. Bryson, uh, you're running for Rollis and Performance Group. Uh, rookie senior driver. And, and anytime we have a rookie driver like you, we're going to give you a little break. You know, your first year in senior, you were good in junior. Well, my friend, uh, I was talking about you all weekend long. And not only you were running two classes, you ran KA100 senior and X30. Um, all in all, just let, let's just let's do an overview of the weekend coming in to this race. What were your expectations? I, I know you're really good at Newcastle. Was that something you had in the back of your mind? Well, yeah, coming off the win from last year, yeah, I was hoping to get some few good finishes, maybe a podium, but I mean, got the wins. So. That's it. So yeah. here's the thing: so you, you come out in qualifying, uh, K100 seniors first, you qualify second. Then you come out next thirty X thirty senior and you qualify P one. It's got to change your mindset a little bit when you have you know you come out of the gate that strongly on Friday. Yeah, it definitely felt good getting P one and P two, but still had the pre final and the final after that, so had to still work. So let's go. Let's go through it then. We'll go through Friday. I've got your your P two P two P two and KA one hundred senior. Um, in that in that race, it was kind of back and forth. It was such great racing in KA one hundred senior. Uh, were you happy with that, or did you feel like you left something on the table and you wanted the win? Um, I wanted the win for sure yeah. because we let uh, Brandon Wimpy kind of get a gap in the last couple laps, and then something happened behind me, so I started reeling him in, but wasn't able to get the win, and I really wanted it. So. <laughs> now, what about what about in the in the X30 senior? So you, you come out of K100, you go into the X30 senior, and you're a junior driver, and this this has. To, I don't say play on you, but you have to have this consideration. You look at the guys that are around you. You know, you're you're you were beating and were faster than your four-time championship teammate uh, and kind of team leader uh, Ryan Norberg. How did that feel to come back into the tent every time? Did he did he come over and ask you for some advice? Uh, he definitely <laughs> came over, looked at the times, looked at the data a lot. Yeah. But yeah, there are a lot of good drivers around me, and it felt really good to be able to be out in front of them. What is uh? What is it about Newcastle for you? Because obviously you really like this racetrack. Um, well, it's so close. 
Yeah. It's not close, but it's really the closest track we have to where I now, live. You're from Tennessee, aren't you? Yeah, so we're yeah, like in the middle of everything. It's you and Joseph Newgarden. That's the only place you, get. you live in Tennessee and come up and race at Newcastle. That's good. Yeah, so we do a bunch of club races here, and it really works out good for us for Spooza. Uh, let's continue on here. Looking forward to the to the next day. You end up uh, in qualifying eighth position. I think that's just kind of the way qualifying went back and forth, right? Get whatever lap. You move up into the top four. You finish fourth in the pre-final next 30 on Saturday and fourth in the main. Uh, overall, uh, when, when you look at races, like that was your worst finish of the entire weekend. Ended up P4, right? You had four wins and five podiums. Um, did, did being up there again give you even more confidence in realizing that you could be raced with these guys here? Uh, yeah, for sure. In qualifying, I got a penalty, which took me from pole down to eighth, which really sucked. What happened there? Pushback? Um, so I went to pass someone, and they went to pass right in front of me and just got a bumper penalty. Yeah, that's a couple of guys had that, didn't they? That sucked. Yeah. Let's so fight. We pause this show for a quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. There's a new hot button name in American safety equipment, Stilo USA. Every product with Stilo is focused on safety, comfort, and function. Stilo USA is happy to provide you with the proper safety apparel to keep you protected on the track, and their karting lineup is second to none. The ST5 KRT karting helmet is available for $599. Manufactured using a lightweight and extremely strong composite material, the KRT provides an excellent fit and comfort level due to its dual-density interior foam lining, and it's equipped with a symmetrical visor that offers excellent vision and an effortless central visor locking system. The ST5 CMR standard was developed jointly by the FIA Institute and Snell Memorial Foundation to ensure safer and lighter weight helmets for the younger carters. Drivers rave about the superior comfort levels, lightweight construction, and the unparalleled field of vision. The perfect youth helmet is available for $549. Stilo didn't stop with their helmets either. The newly developed Carbon Curva Rib Protector is unlike any on the market with its form-fitting solution to offer superior protection. Head to StiloHelmets.com to review these and many more products to keep you safe on the track. Stilo. Any competition, one helmet. You've heard and read about us. We are the Rawlson Performance Group. We race to win. Our senior program is the best in the sport, and we have the Scusa Pro Tour X30 Senior Championship to prove it. Our coaching staff includes four-time Scusa National Champion Ryan Norbert, three-time Scusa Supernats winner Bonner Moulton, Scusa Pro Tour X30 Junior Champion, 2015 Rotax Grand Finals Vice Champion, and Junior Development Specialist Luke Selkin, and our hands-on owner, multi-time champion, and IKF Duffy winner Mike Rollison. This isn't sideline coaching. We're on track, and we dogfight with you. It's like nothing you've ever experienced. You learn more and more with every single lap. Our seniors win races, like Hannah Greenmeyer at the Scusa Winter Series opener in Florida. And they win because they've been trained, coached, and honed by our RPG staff. Hurricane Hannah is proof positive. If you're a mini driver ready to move up or a junior driver who's done with running mid-pack, join the team that will develop your skills and take you to the podium. 
At the Rawlson Performance Group, we turn juniors into pros. In 2020, we'll be racing at the Scusa Winter Series Pro Tour and California Pro Kart Challenge, the Florida Winter Tour, and the United States Pro Kart Series, as well as the IKF Northwest region. If you want to fight for championships or want to improve your skills and your chances to win, the answer is to call RPG at 503-260-4514. We're the Rawlson Performance Group. We race to win. Thank you for listening to the EKN Radio Network. We now join the show already in progress. Let's talk about transitioning from Friday to Saturday. You know, your first Pro Tour race in the senior category. Uh, was there a lot to learn in the first you know, the first day you took to the second day in terms of racing wheel-to-wheel with these guys? Um, I definitely learned a lot from the first day and kind of applied it to the second day, but yeah. it was really mostly the same. Let's talk about uh, running for Rawlson Performance Group. What's it like being underneath that tent with Mike and the crew? And there's obviously a lot of talent. You look, we could probably have a really, a really solid race with all the mechanics that are in there because there's so many race wins and championships with the mechanics alone. What's what's it like for you as a young driver being in that particular group? Uh, it's amazing because everyone around me is good, and if I'm off a little bit, there's always someone that's fast, so you yeah. can just look at what they're doing and improve. Okay, so we, we go to Sunday, qualify six the next 30. Uh, you end up winning the pre-final. You win the main event. You go P3, P4, and then you win again uh, in KA100 Senior. You, you sweep both main events on Sunday. Um, what were your thoughts at, at dinner on Sunday night? Like, tell me, you got, like, did you ever believe this could have happened? Um, I mean, I was definitely hoping for it, but I didn't think that I'd get four wins in one weekend and two in one day. So it was really awesome for that. So, so how, now, how do you feel like you have more pressure potentially on your shoulder going into this weekend now? Uh, yes, I think I do because <laughs> I mean, coming off of a really good weekend, people just want to do better than you. So that's it. That's it. What about you with the tires? Uh, how, how did you find uh, the new uh, the new Avinco, uh, the MG compound, the sidewalls? How did how did you feel driving around the track? Because again, everybody everybody I talked to said it wasn't a normal feel. And you've obviously raced a lot at Newcastle. You know what this track feels like. What was it for you in terms of not getting a lot of rubber down? Well, we've been running on these tires for the for quite a while in the okay. um, club races, so it honestly felt pretty normal. All right. So so you obviously had the prep coming into it. Then that's good. Yeah. All right, uh, guys, let's let's look forward to the next race here now because I, what I like about this, we ran the Super Mile in the first race. Now we go to Reverse National. I don't know that I've actually ever been to a race here running Reverse National. Such a different finish with the right-left-right combination coming over to the start-finish line, the old start-finish line. Rory, let's start with you. Do you have any experience running this particular layout at the track? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, back in May, did they did they did the Stars Championship Series, okay. and they, they did it in reverse with the um, – the chicane I-70, they have the left, right, left. Yep. So we did that. And I honestly think this track backwards is one of the coolest tracks to drive. Wow. All right. Yeah. All because right, so- in the um, shifter, you like I-70 is would be turn one now. So you go you go 91 miles an hour to 25, so it's six to second gear. So it's it's a lot of lot of hard braking. And- I got to say, yeah, I think the same thing coming back down towards the scoreboard corner as well, no? Yeah, 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 for sure. It's going to be a lot of like pretty big passing zones. So what's what's the finish going to be like? Because it, it, like obviously, if somebody blocks to the inside of that first right hander, it's going to be a lot of over under and coming back to the line. I think that's going to be really interesting as well. 
Yeah, but I-70 on the last lap definitely makes it interesting. So it's going to be a little bit different on the last lap for every, for every class because the hairpin, like, I guess, creates more of, like, a, a whoever gets there at best. And the high-speed stuff is, I guess, whoever's in first. Uh, I could probably uh, ask the question. I, I'm sure you guys at the Magic Current USA are pretty happy. you got three really strong drivers. All three of you guys got a chance to win at least one main event this past weekend. Uh, is, is there going to be a major setup change? based on the way the track's set up here, is it pretty much the baseline you guys are always running? Uh, it's funny because um, it, it kind of shows how versatile this chassis is because all three of us, run com we have com three different driving styles and we're on three different setups. Completely oh, different you styles. are? Really? Every one of us is on different setups. Wow. Like it, I'm on one type of seat, Andrew's on another type of seat, and AJ's on another type of seat, and we all have different setups. And all we have, like, everything's different. That's really wild. Yeah. What's give me what's so what's your what's your driving style compared to the other guys? That's me, really me, and, me and AJ are really similar okay. by like we we're very very really smooth with the wheel, and then Andrew's just a little bit different. Like he attacks the corner a little bit harder than us. All right. So obviously, that when we go to the super mile in the counterclockwise, primarily left hand turns, right to get around. Primarily right hand turns for this one. Does it does mm -hmm. that change anything setup wise for you guys or no? Uh, maybe a little bit here yeah. and there, but. I don't. I don't think much. Maybe because of the bowl, because we we were um, trying to get like max maximum grip for the bowl because of how, how fast we go through it. So maybe a little bit different there. But okay. other than that, I don't think so. Bryson, what are your thoughts on this particular track? Is it one that you've had a chance to race on yourself? Is are you going to come out of the gate as strongly as you did this past weekend? Well, I also did the stars race back in May. Yeah, and had a pretty good showing there, getting second in X30 and first in KA. So hopefully I can do just as good. As I did All right. So, so hold on. So, so last lap in most of these categories, we saw guys lining up, of course, down to the I-70 hairpin, the big draft coming down. We're not going to have that big draft for the finale. So Bryson, what's, what's the finish going to look like with the right, left, right? Are we going to see guys climbing on top of each other? Are we got, is there going to be bump and runs? What's going to happen? I think there's definitely going to be a crash and, Almost every event. <laughs> almost every event. Yeah, almost everyone. Because people right. will go to the bottom, and then it'll just get crazy from there. Over under, yep. Yeah, it just alternates every turn, like right, left, right. Just never know what's gonna happen. So uh, we're going into this event. Obviously, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Let's uh, let's uh, Bryce. I'll talk to you a little bit. What are your expectations going in? It's four wins, five podiums. Again, your worst finish, like I said, in both the categories in the six in the six races, your six main events with P4. Are you putting more pressure on yourself or are you going to kind of let these things play out and, and, and see what happens? Um, it's definitely a lot of pressure because I really just, I want to get that championship win yeah. in both of the classes. So, I mean, I'm really pushing myself to try and get those. What what are the guys saying in the tent? What's what are you sitting down with Mike Rawls and with Ryan, whoever it may be? What are you, what what are they what are they telling you right now as a young driver like this coming out of the gate as a rookie and senior and looking to go for a couple of championships? What's the what's kind of the the theme of the message they're giving you? Um, just try and be smart, be as smooth as possible, and be fast. That's it, right? It's it's yeah. being smart. Yeah. And remember, everybody's chasing you right now too. That's the one thing to remember. You don't have the pressure. They've all got the pressure because you're kicking their butts right now. <laughs> well, <laughs> that, I mean, I still do have the pressure because you do. reading the points, you know, people are coming after me. I got to hold them off. That's very true. Rory, what about you? What are you thinking going into this one here? You've got two really good teammates that are that are strong. They both have race wins. Danny Formal actually showed what he has. He was pretty good. 
Uh, it's interesting that, that almost I think I'm, I think everybody has a DNF. That's what that's one of the things, right? I know that yeah. Andrew had one. Obviously, Jake French had one. I don't know that Dan, Daniel got into it with AJ over in turn number eight. That one, yeah, and Friday. Friday, he didn't finish. Danny didn't finish on Friday. So there you go. It's wide yeah. open for you guys, really. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm definitely just trying to be stay out of the trouble and be be consistent. I mean, I, the prefinals are so important at this series because there's so many points up for grabs. Yeah, and uh, try to shoot for that fast lap again. I mean, I got a Saturday and Sunday, so I think I can get it this weekend too. So some extra points to help boost me. Yeah, I throw that out there all the time with the fact that th there's all those points in the pre-final. You can't kind of sit back in the pre-final, so you got to lay that big lap down to get the points. What are you thinking of championship-wise, Rory? You've got a lot of drivers and some obviously great drivers up here in the top five, top ten in this category. What what do you think your chances are? L looking at what you were able to do on Saturday and then come back on Sunday, i got to think you you got to feel that this thing's right in front of you. Yeah, I mean, definitely getting that first win, my confidence has gone way, way higher. Definitely, like I, I know I can run with them. Yeah. So definitely trying to just maybe just go as hard as I can in every single race. I mean, definitely got to ch uh, save the tires in the last five laps because it, we all talked about it in the tent. It, it's like survival mode for us in the last wow. five laps. It's that. It's, it's that. It's that aggressive. The tire. The tire wear is insane. Wow. But, okay. But yeah, definitely in the pre-final, get max points in the final, do whatever I can. Okay. Last question for both of you guys. Uh, at one point it looked like it was going to be raining for sure on the weekend. Now it's like 30 or 40%. Rory, you and I talked a bit before we came on live here. What are your thoughts if we do get a little bit of wetness? Uh, my thoughts, I mean, I, I definitely need to uh, have more than once. Like if I have like a couple sessions, I'll adapt. But if it's just like a um, one wet, like the finals just wet, it's it'll, it'll be a little struggle for me. But yeah, okay. I mean, I, I've, I'm used to driving the rain because of the East Coast, but Andrew and Danny are, quite fast in the rain so it's going to be it's going to be funny or a fun one if they're uh if it's going to rain that's exactly right bryson what about you i don't know much about your rain experience but uh it's a track you know very well uh, are you going to be good if we get some wet um i'm not very experienced in the rain so okay yeah maybe hopefully but definitely <laughs> in reverse i've never driven it in the rain so it'll be difficult all right. That makes things real interesting for sure. Well, guys, I, I really appreciate you taking the time to join me. I know we're going to be, I think tomorrow's unofficial practice. We go back to practice on Thursday, more racing all weekend long. I really appreciate you joining me here on EKN. Thanks guys. It's awesome. Thank you. Rory Bryson. Thank you so much, guys. We'll drop these guys out of here. Uh, that was awesome. Uh, two really tremendous, uh, especially talented American drivers, of course, Rory Vanderster and Bryson Morrison. Think about Bryson, right? Just coming out of the junior categories. Normally, when you come up into senior, there's all that pressure running against the guys that you've been watching race at the top level. Uh, I think, the, obviously, the fact that it's his home track kind of gave him a, that advantage to be able to maybe take that challenge on a little more uh, than he would otherwise. Uh, and did a tremendous job. Like I said, four wins, uh, five podiums, only one finish off the podium, and that was fourth. So no DNFs at all. He looked tremendously good. And like you said, he's got some seat time on that reverse national track. And then you got Rory Vanderster, a guy that we've watched get better and better over the last couple of years in the shifter cart categories. Won the King of the Streets of Rock Island a couple of years ago. Uh, Magic Cart USA has got a tremendous lineup, as we said. All three drivers getting a race win. Bedozo winning race one on Friday. Uh, Rory winning on Saturday. And then A.J. Myers winning on Sunday. So all three of those guys have a chance with the DNFs that we've had so far, those guys all actually have their drops already. Uh, you'll have to be perfect, I think, when it comes to Friday, Saturday, and Sunday if you want to come away with a championship. 
kudos to both these guys and what they were able to do in the opening weekend. Thank you so much for joining us here on EKN, folks. We appreciate it. Uh, again, David Cole and I will be doing uh, evening debriefs on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We may even throw in a Thursday one as well. Give us an opportunity to talk about the racetrack as well. Uh, but again, I appreciate you guys tuning in here to EKN and Facebook. Thank you for following our social. Another full trackside live weekend coming up, folks. We'll be able to crown the champions in the Supercarts USA program. When we're done here, this, of course, goes on to YouTube. If you don't follow our YouTube channel, go do that as well. And for those of you who like to listen to our podcast when you're on the road, we'll turn this into a podcast as well as David has been doing uh, with what we have, the debriefs we did last week. So everything, a podcast, YouTube, here on Facebook, you can always come back and watch it again. We do appreciate it, folks. Thank you so much for joining me here. Book it.